banana bunch you know what time it is it's time for another episode of the jungle gyms podcast i'm your host mark thank you so much for joining hey look like uh, we're in week two of our reformatted version of the show so i want to thank you all for sticking around with me of course if you're one of those audio listeners i appreciate you so much and if you're one of those youtube watchers i also appreciate you equally neither of you are more important than the other and of course this show will still be available on both platforms but we're just sort of re- you know kind of finagling things around so this week we got a fun one. We cracked into some Parmesan cheese because you know what? Jungle Gym is one of the best places in town to get really great cheese. As you can see me standing outside of the cheese department here or hear me standing outside of the cheese department. And I think this should be a lot of fun. I've actually never cracked into cheese prior to the shoot. It was a lot of fun to learn about that kind of a thing. Look, I get all kinds of fun experiences and I want to share them with all of you. Now, for those of you that are listening to the audio only platform, you're welcome to stay, but if you want to see what's going on, I do recommend, I think this is an episode that plays a little bit better visually in some aspects, but it's still great to listen to. You'll still learn a lot. However, if you're on the audio-only platform, here's what you can do for me. You can do me a huge favor by giving me a review over at Apple Podcasts and let them know how much you love the show. It helps us be successful. You know the drill. You've heard this for months on and off. I've been trying not to ask too much recently, but, you know, I want to hit those 200 reviews. Now, if you're on YouTube, I highly recommend... You know what? I don't even recommend it. I am near demanding you hit the subscribe button, hit the little bell so you know when we have new videos coming out, and... As I promised you last week, we're going to be doing some advent calendars on here. So there's a cheese advent calendar and there's a jelly advent calendar that we talked about last week. And guess what? Later on, you're going to be able to watch us go through that separately. And that's going to be YouTube exclusive. So head over there. It'll be a short piece. You'll have a lot of fun with us. That's all that matters. Fun and food and all of the other F words that matter. Okay, on that, I want you to meet the Cheese Tims. That's right, there's two of them. There's like 800 Tims that work in the store. It's almost confusing. As well as Jake, who's been on the show a couple times to talk about cheese in that world. I don't know about you. I'm ready to just crack into some Parmesan cheese. Let's go. Oh, and one more thing. Look, I'm just one person producing this show right now, okay? So there's four people in the studio, and there's a lot of physical activity and motion going on in this one. So bear with me. It's sometimes certain people will be louder or quieter on microphones, but the great news is, is that I'm not a total idiot, and I promise you'll hear me. If you if you think there's a moment where you're like, what did they just say? Give it a few more seconds. I'll repeat it just to make sure that we're all hearing it on all platforms. But I think this is one of those things that was too good to not cut all that stuff out of, Okay. Anyway, all right, meet Tim's and Jake. Everyone, this is going to be a lot of fun. We were talking about, you know, we've talked about Italy. We talked about all these different cultures. And we got thinking about, we have all this Parmesan cheese in here. And I think we're one of the rare locations that has the really good stuff. And we all thought it would be fun if we just, I don't know, let's crack into some cheese and maybe learn a little bit about it. So I'll start with, to my left here, returning cheesemonger Jacob. What's up, Jacob? How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. Thanks so much for being here. appreciate it. And then we have literally the Tim side of the table on the opposite side. Which Tim wants to go first? Left Tim, right Tim. Oh, you both pointed at each other. We're off to a terrible start. I'll go first. So I'm doing fantastic. Tim Smith. Tim, how long? You're a relative recent addition to the I'm team, right? I've been here about six weeks, I think. Awesome. Well, welcome to the family. Thanks. What exactly is your role here to be safe? 
So my role is to work with both stores and to uh, up our game. So find uh, better relations with our vendors, uh, some more assortment, work on that, and um, just take it to the next level. We have a good team here, and I think sure. we just uh, go to the next level as a group. That's awesome. I love that. And you're, you've got a pretty extensive cheese background, right? 30 years. Oh, wow. Cheese no kidding. business, 30 years. I was originally a high school teacher. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I was supposed to be a high school history teacher, and... Um, I was in the Boston area. I don't have the accent though. Oh, and I'll, I'll um, slide. Uh, I was a substitute teacher. If you remember what it was like when you were in high school, when you had a substitute teacher and used to abuse them, <laughs> that was that was that was my life. And um, uh, you're only part time, so I started working for Whole Foods, and that's how I got in the cheese business. Oh, that's so cool. Well, yeah. welcome. Seriously, yeah, I'm glad you're here. Thanks for taking the time to do this with us. Sure. And Tim, too. Welcome. Well, you've Thank been you. with the jungle here quite a bit, right? Um, 10 years on November 6th. Oh, my gosh. We're really close to it. So this should air right around your anniversary. So happy anniversary. Thank you. Yeah, glad to have you here. And so what is your role within the cheese department? I am the cheese shop manager. Cool. And what exactly do you get to do? What's your day like? Besides us laughing and talking about uh, classic Busting John Byrne ass. era. Yeah. <laughs> Playing with a lot of skids, hanging out in the cooler for three, four hours a day. Oh, yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah. No, the usual. Really fun stuff. <laughs> you were just talking about how much you loved the cooler. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. But you have a fun background, too, though. And I, one of my things I like uncovering about people here at the jungle are, are am I okay to ask you about yeah. that? What, what was your, what was your uh, previous life, I should say? I've had that. several. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, what, designer, fashion creator. I mean, you've done it all. Yeah, I've I've got a um, bachelor's of science in fashion design, which I can make a garment from the sketch all the way to the finished thing, can do the patterns, everything. Uh, I worked as a graphic designer for a very prominent local radio station for 10 years. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, so I've had a yeah. lot of... Oh, I was also a social media director for oh. what six years yeah yeah for so you know a little uh, bit of everything yeah for vape shops actually oh really how'd yeah. that go uh I, I went pretty well yeah yeah until like the vape thing i happened. also did social media <laughs> for a hunting lodge really me yeah no that sounds lodge. accurate right <laughs> yeah it was because yeah <laughs> it is funny it was because the the client that we had thought i couldn't do it and guess what i could right <laughs> i love that that's always a good story well of course Congratulations Thank on 10 you. years. Thanks for being here. You know, it's interesting. There's a lot of people in the cheese business are this way. You know, yeah. there's a woman I know who is really successful in cheese business and she was a dancer. You know, huh. there's a lot of uh, liberal arts types and people are very curious who are in the, in the cheese business. It's, it's a funny trade. What do you think it is about cheese that attracts people of all different walks? You know, I think it's the romance behind it I, because it's, it's a fascinating product. I mean, all of these things come from milk. Yeah. And just all the ways that they are different and the different cultures associated with them. It's a it's a fascinating product. You know, Roquefort cheese is, you know, one of my great loves and it's an interesting podcast to have in the future. I'd love to. And so, you know, I think it's what attracts people to it. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, just starting, we talked a little bit about this off air. There's obviously all these markings on the outside of the wheel here that everybody can see. What does this mean? Hmm. After you, man. Yeah. Um, well, you, you are know. too polite for this show. <laughs> he's the new guy. Somebody yeah, stabbed someone already. Right, so, well, he's not. Yeah, what are right, we like, doing? So first of all, <laughs> this right here, it says, you know, all these, first of all, all these are age 12 months. Okay. Okay. So all these are cow's milk. 
Uh, this is Parmesan Reggiano. Okay. I'm getting my mic here, so I'm the right spot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so they're all made uh, in the Parma region, cow's milk, age 12 months. And so the first stamp here, it says Mar 20, okay. it was March and I'm just 2020. The other side, make sure I've got it framed up okay on that side too. Does it have, okay, the date's on right. that side as well. Awesome, sorry. And just wanna make sure. It should have a DOP stamp on it, which is a uh, Donazione. Uh, it's like Origiente? Origiente Protezione, which is a name protected and demand oh. protected cheese. So you just can't make a cheese and call it Parm. Okay, yeah. it's in like Italy. a copyright law. Yeah, it's like copyright. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Cheese copyright. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The laws in Europe for cheese are crazy. Very strict. That's, well, it's yes. very strict. Weird. Well, it's protection because anyone could then, it's like it's like patents in the United States. You sure. can't make a Coca-Cola. Yeah, good point. Yeah. That makes yeah. Yeah. sense. And, and about a year ago, there was a court case here where a judge in the United States said that a cheese made here could be called Gruyere, even though Gruyere is legally protected in Europe. Oh, yeah. It can only be made in a certain part of Europe to be called Gruyere. That's yeah, so cool. We, we don't recognize in this country um, these uh, laws. So, for example, we produce feta in the United States. All right. You know, mm -hmm. Odyssey feta, all produced in Wisconsin. But legally, we couldn't sell that in Europe because huh. feta has to come from Greece. All right. That's amazing. Yeah. I had no idea that these things, I mean, it makes perfect sense. We explained it, makes it out perfect that way. Sense, yeah. yeah. So That's there wild. should be a, a, a burnished side. You, you should have I think that right, right over here. here. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to rotate it around yeah. so we can show, show that around? If you want to aim for the main, the middle camera, rather. This way. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a big beefer. I'll just on the stamp there, it's branded Parmigiano Reggiano, the year, the March 20. Mm -hmm. And then above it, the lot number, slot 961. Because there's more than one producer of yeah. this. And so what they'll do is they'll have a, each producer has a, a number on it and they're all from the, where it says consortio mm -hmm. right here. And so that's like a, a group. So the consortio is all the Reggiano Parmesan makers have a association and then they all have their own standards. And it gets very particular about what the animals are fed, uh, what time of year, the milk they use and also the type of cow. So there's some that have a higher grade called red cow, and then mm -hmm. there's others that just have, um, not standard cows, I mean, there's such a thing, but, uh, <laughs> but it's not as specific. Huh, again, all things I didn't, I, that's what I like about this show is that I'm always like, I've eaten a lot of cheese if you can't tell, but I like that I get a chance to learn a little bit more about <laughs> it and th that there's all these extra facets to it. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, it is a, it is a fascinating product, especially this stuff. So why, so you say, especially this stuff, why do you say that? Why do you say it like that? Well, it's it's funny because I think we've all grown up eating Parmesan. Right. Right. I mean, um, I'm not from some foodie family, you know. Uh, I grew up with the shaker can of, of, of course. green yeah. parm, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think we all have experienced this in this room. And then when you taste something like a real Parmesan Reggiano, Gran Padano, something like that, it's usually it's like a wow moment. Right. right. Yeah, absolutely. Where you're just not sure, uh, you know, and I especially think now the more the articles come out about the, the graded cans being like, you know, wood shavings, right. and just, yeah. just whatever fillers. filler. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's yeah. so crazy. And, and it's funny because I'm, I keep thinking, I was like, I'm sure I've eaten it before, but I don't think I've ever like just tried it separately as silly as that. Right. Oh, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Yeah. 
Well, it's one of the best parts about your guys' department, right? Is that you have oh, access for to sure. delicious yeah. stuff yeah. all the time. Yeah, when we when we cut it, I usually just take all the crumbs and yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it's that good. Well, it wears you out cutting it, and you need to refill a little right. bit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. little protein. Yeah. Tank. You got to get some protein. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you know it's a it's a low fat food or partially skim. Yeah. Know, we should say low fat. But it's a partially skim cheese, which is always a surprise to people. Um, and it has such incredible flavor, especially when you cut it open. It, you know, the, the aromas when yeah. you crack it open, it um, it's just absolutely perfect yeah. as soon as you break it open. It, I just love that it kind of permeates the whole production yeah. area when yeah. you mm-hmm. cut through them. Really? It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's everywhere. Yeah. And I would assume the taste change, I mean, because right now it's pretty much sealed off from oxygen, right? right. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm assuming that it's like whatever, if we cut it immediately, it's going to taste different now than it will in like an hour, right? Is that correct? Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, well, the oxygen will start hitting in and it will start drying out a bit. Um, the peak is when we first crack it open. It's, uh, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. You know, the texture, the smell, everything will be right on point. Uh, you mentioned the part, part skim uh, in the... The production process are a lot of cheeses made in a with a higher fat milk, or is the partially skim thing? Is that pretty standard? That depends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you it, know. it varies. Just from cheese, cheese from cheese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Swiss Emmental, mm-hmm. that is a part skim cheese. Okay. Okay. This one is part skim because they let the evening milk sit overnight, and then they skim off the the fat, which is then used for the Parma butter. Oh, okay. That we sell, and then they add the uh, the uh, morning milk. And that's what it's combined to. Beautiful. And what is the exterior actually made out of in this case? Is it just the cheese itself? It's cheese. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I think it's got a little wax on it, doesn't it? No. It all- no. This is just mm. it's just the uh, the oil from the oh, from okay. the, the butter fat. That's it, amazing. It's just been brined, and so the brine yeah. has it seals the proteins and allows the the cheese to start hardening and then amazing. curing, and the just. And the results what you get so the uh, rind you know the, the famous thing we always say is that the rind is edible yeah you know mm-hmm. that um you know when my earlier incantations used to throw it away <laughs> yeah. well, we used to, they used to do that here too until i told them people will buy that <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly um i was going to ask too the shape is there any significance to the shape of cheese or is it purely from like a storage standpoint i don't know on this one yeah i Nothing I've ever read about shape-wise with parm. I mean, yeah. Because I always wonder, my cheese uh, is always in a somewhat wheel shape, and I kept thinking, it's just easy to move. Well, Well, that was why they originally did it, so they could roll it down the hill. Right. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Oh, that's okay. No, seriously. Cool. Yeah, see, that's it. Well, that'll be next time episode. We'll get some wheels. We'll roll down that nice sledding hill in the back. We'll see who wins. See who dies when you get hit by this thing. I'm into that, too. Listen, I'll put a few. There'll be a few students waiting at the bottom. They're going to turn. I I don't know if we can get the 120-pound Cotswold wheel, which is what they traditionally roll down yeah. the hills oh in gosh. England, but that's we run oh, after yeah. it. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Gosh. Whoever catches it gets to keep it. Yeah, that hill looks like a nightmare whenever I see them running down. I was like, yeah. oh, how many ankles got broken today? You know, all yeah, of them. exactly. Well, so moving down the line, we have a lot of. I joked when you came in, Tim, that you were like uh, the cheese doctor. Um, right. And while I know that's not an official term, maybe I'll bestow it upon you later and get you an honorary <laughs> doctorate of cheese. Yeah. But you had all these tools in your bag, and so there's obviously a lot of different tools on the table. What? What are we looking at? So here? this is the, the uh, traditional uh, knives that you use for cutting uh, parm, so okay. Reggiano or Grana Padano. So, uh, yeah, there's three knives. There's actually, a, 
there's two variations on this, but first it was a scoring knife. So this, this knife- You might hold it up just yeah, a little higher yeah. above so the this, cheese. This is the scoring knife. So this knife that we use to score the skin because it's really, you know, it's very hard. Yeah. Um, so it only has, has a sharp point here. And so oh, no, like the little hook. Yeah, right, so this is what we use to score the skin. Okay. And then this is a cutting knife. Okay. Okay, and this is what you use to cut through. Some other versions are more like a point, like a pick. And then these are, so this is a cutter. Yeah. And then these are the almond knives. And these are what you use on the sides to create a space to open it up and then you flip it over and then you crack it. Oh, up. interesting. Okay. So, so yeah, so the, and all the shapes make a lot of sense. You mentioned on the uh, cutting knife. So the one we've got here is like, I'm just thinking for the audio listeners. Uh, so it's like a long, almost like a wedge. Well, here, right? We got two of them. Take a look. Oh. So it's, so it's, it's long on the sides. You'll see that, you know, it's, it's somewhat sharp. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's not a little action on there. Yeah. 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 So drive a wedge. So in. yeah, just you go in there and you'll see it. it once we start scoring it, it'll fit right in. It'll make more sense. Yeah. That's cool. Well, we, we don't use these uh, for, these are more for show, uh, for our production because we sell a lot of Reggiano. Yeah. I mean, how many wheels do we go through a week? I mean, oh. I could cut three in Eastgate. I you guys could say at least you could do five, five here. Yeah. Maybe seven. Yeah. You're saying per week? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. And that's, that's just big. one of the cheeses we cut out mm -hmm. of the hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> Was I wrong to say that we're one of the main games in town to get like the real stuff? Or is yes. that a yeah. little... Well, okay. we have the best price. Well, of course. Yeah. That's a jungle dude's price yeah, manager. You can, get it, you can get it other places, but it's more expensive. Good. Well, and it's, I mean, this is as real as it gets. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever seen any, I don't think I've ever seen Parmesan in this um, format before. It's like, yeah, this is, yeah, this is, lots of wheels of it. This is, this is the real deal, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of production, what we use in the back is, uh, you know, very different. Know, crank wire. I mean, mm -hmm. when you guys jump in, you know. Yeah, what's, yeah. The, crank, what's the crank wire? Uh, it's uh, basically a platform that you put the wheel on that's got a slit through the center that a wire comes up through. Yeah. The wire is attached to a rod with a crank. Yeah. And you just basically pull the wire up, put the wheel on it, and then crank it. And as you crank it, the wire is drawn through the cheese and cuts it. Oh. Super nifty. I yeah. actually think you guys let me do this last year when we cut the big uh, cheese over yeah. Eastgate, right? Yeah, you okay, yeah. You came in, in the back room back there, yeah. That was fun. Okay, okay. cool. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, you can do that in a wheel, like, what, 20 minutes or something like that? You can mm -hmm. crank it yeah. out pretty quick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And with these, it's just, it's a lot more slow. It's, I mean, it looks really nice and all that, but it, it's not very efficient for five wheels a week or through, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, I can't even imagine. Yeah. I don't know how efficient it would be for one wheel a week. As much as we sell. Yeah, it's, it's not really. Because, I mean, it would take a long time to do it. This and, is a classic yeah. process I'm yeah. here for. I mean, yeah. it makes sense. You got to, like, kind of, um, you know, machine through it at a certain scale. I get it. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, what do we think, guys? Do we want to start scoring and chopping and breaking it open? Oh. We do not have gloves. I need to go get gloves. Okay, cool. Well, we can so, pause on that so we can do this proper. Okay. Look at that. Tim making sure we're doing this proper. Yeah. Time out. And time back in. Okay. Well, you wouldn't be the cheese doctors if we didn't have to put on gloves for this, right, guys? So I'm scrubbing in. Yeah. Oh, you say that like I don't have one in here. <laughs> Collected a lot of costumes in my days, boys. Okay, so what's the first step here? Walk us through. We're scoring the cheese first, right. I'm guessing. Right. Mm -hmm. Score the cheese first. Okay. Uh, Without right. drawing a straight line at this point. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some people draw a straight Close. line. Yeah, Close. but you know, basically what you want to do is you're going to take the knife, go straight across. Okay. And we get to the edges, you have to break through, and then you go down each side. Oh, okay. Right? 
and then flip it over and you do the same thing. Cool. Right, so awesome. Basically, you just kind of find it. Now, this cheese has been sitting out uh, overnight. Okay. Because if we did this when it was cold, you couldn't use these knives. We'd be breaking knives. Yeah, we break <laughs> oh. knives. We'd be breaking our arms, and that's why we use the wire uh, back in the room because you can do the wire when the cheese is cold. You can see there's a, this edge here is where it gets. So just in case that didn't pick up well on audio, Tim was saying that we had it, we've left this out overnight mm -hmm. because otherwise the knives would be, it would just be near right. impossible to come. Mm -hmm. The cheese like, softens up. It's right. a little easier to score through yeah. once you get the knives in as well. Once cool. you do the other side, yeah. so we don't have to focus on it. Yeah, you'll, if it was cold, you'll see the center of the cheese that it, it's it's cold in the side, and inside the center as opposed Still. to. Still? Yeah. yeah. So it's usually overnight enough time? Or yeah, is overnight's time? enough. Here we go. Cutting right through the March yeah. 20th. Yeah, and I got one on this side, so we can just do it on both sides here. I know, I yeah, my promo, too. You can. You should come up here and try it yourself. Okay. We'll let you make the first stab. Yeah. Ooh, the yeah. first stab. Yeah. All right, I'm sitting down. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm, I'm here for We're it. We're talking about martial arts here. So yeah, exactly. I'll, listen, whatever it takes. So. Hopefully, I still got a little of that finesse. Yeah, you, you get down in the edge here. So I'll tell you what, you want to pull it towards you, Jake? That would, yeah. And for those of you listening in the audio version right now, this is a great opportunity for you to tune in on YouTube for some of these segments. Little promo. Because, you know, I can tell you, like, all right, they're scoring the cheese right now. They're bringing exactly. the knives across and they're cutting little lines into it. It's amazing. <laughs> this isn't a golf game. <laughs> yeah, so. <but> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, you, you got the whole golf voice going on. <laughs> Ooh, some of the famous parm dust already. I'm into it. Mm -hmm. Don't clean it, guys. I'm going to use my mouth for that. <laughs> All right, so now we flip the cheese over. We're scoring into the other side. Yeah, looking good, gentlemen. Yeah, so you have to eyeball it. I mean, it's uh, it's hard to draw a straight line on a, a concave. We'll still taste this. Sure, but you know, it just won't be as pretty. Right. That's how I've been describing myself for years. <laughs> and, uh, you eat with your eyes, too. That is true. Unfortunately for everyone who's known me. <laughs> All right. Beautiful. Look at that. The silence here, folks, is just the sound of everybody. Like, if you can imagine, I, I can't physically tell you yet, but I will when I stab this baby. But um, the actual baby. Um, <laughs> here it is. Uh, no, but I admit, that did not look easy. It's not that hard. Yeah. I mean, it's... Um, so the next, next thing we do is take these almond knives and we get them into the corners. Okay. And that will create some separation. And I'm assuming they call them almond knives because of the shape? Right. Okay. Get those in. It's actually Dr. Almond. Oh. <laughs> so kind of leave it in. All right, so it's like a handle. Okay. And then we start to cut. Awesome. Come on up. Yeah, I'm going to. All right. I think you need to play anticipation in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's the, what's the move Just here? Just straight down. 
Just find a spot and go for it. Push down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Take that cheese. Bring it back and forth. You can see how it's starting to pull apart. Oh, yeah. Get a little of the smell in there, yeah. too. Mm -hmm. Smells yeah. awesome. Already pulling apart. Heck yes. So now I can tell everybody later that I did this with my bare hands. <laughs> so now we flip it over. Okay. Let me get a crack. Yeah, yeah, that's what we said. Yeah. That's why I really, I've been thinking. Look, I've been waiting for my Captain America rips apart the tree log moment. This is it, guys. Right. And it tastes way better than a tree. Again, get these on the side here. Sweet baby. Look at that. It's like so taking a trip to a dairy mountain. So here's a pick. Okay. And what do we do with the pick? You just break off a piece. Just take off a piece here. And just try it out. You can see how soft it is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, try a stabby guy. There you go. There you go. This is the freshest Parmesan cheese I've ever tasted. This, in my life. this will be. This is just the aroma. Incredible. Yeah, it really does. The smell is outstanding. Yeah, we're all cafelling uh, here. Just, uh, I imagine the shots are just all of our wastes right now. <laughs> cut to the cheese wheel. Oh man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's just been cut. Just how you know moist it is, how fresh. Yeah. And the, um, the flavor. This is really at its peak right now. Yeah. There's nothing like it. That's you know, incredible. You now, the first time you do this, you're just like, hold me back. Yeah. You now, Jake's jumping in already. Yeah, I need seconds. Yeah. I mean, it's like the grapefruit, the grapefruit on it oh. is like the thing that really pops through. Mm. I get a little like, yeah. it's like citrus and nut, yeah. I feel like, is the. Uh... Thank you. Yes, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'll take that through. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's really good. I, uh, I haven't eaten dairy in two weeks, so this is my, uh, <laughs> I planned for this. Yeah, this is nice. Oh my God. Yeah, going off of dairy is like sacrilege to us. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'd go and we'd probably go, our bodies would go into shock. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think so. If only fashion designers <laughs> would make things in my size more regularly, then I wouldn't have to cut cheese and, or dairy and- I think you're doing all right. Thank that, you. That, Do you like shirt, this one? That shirt's pretty nice. Awesome, yeah. I was really happy with that. I love the little poppies on it. Mm -hmm. So, and I think there's like a sword or two hiding in here, which I thought was weird, but I'm into it. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, so we've cut into the cheese now. We've seen the inside of the wheel. Everyone here, this is the first time, I'm assuming for a lot of people to ever see this process done. You know, and Yeah, most people don't realize just um, what goes into this. Yeah, this yeah. is incredible. And, yeah. and again, so when you guys say we sell it at the best price, and I'll say at the time of this recording, at mm -hmm. least, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, what, uh, what are we charging per pound? $14.99. And what would you say competitors are priced at? I'm thinking like the 22. The lowest I've seen is... Kroger's at eighteen ninety nine, yeah. but Whole Foods is up to twenty two, twenty three. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The thing that's interesting about this is that they're all buying from the consortio, so the quality, the baseline quality of Parmesan Reggiano is all excellent. Right. Um, you know, there might be buying from different producers, but again, the standards from the consortio are very strict. So the quality that uh, we are selling is exactly the same. Yeah. As Whole Foods. Uh, and grower. That's amazing. I love it. I love a good price. 
So what's the next step at this point? I mean, I guess at this point, if you guys were doing this back, you'd have the wire cutter right, or crank right. it, mm-hmm. just cutting just, it a piece. Take it down yeah. smaller right. and smaller. Right. We go from you know half to quarters, and then you know keep cutting it down so we can get the right size. It's a little difficult because this bow, you mm-hmm. know, this uh, concave shape, it's hard to get like, these perfectly, you know, ideal pieces as opposed to a square block of right. cheese. It, sure, it's, it's challenging. But are people weird about that? I mean, is that, is that a weird question? I didn't think they'd mind too much, right? No, no, they they really don't. I I mean, it's our it's usually our best selling cheese every week, and people mm-hmm. will buy. I think we could cut them into shapes of drafts and people would buy them. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like that's a whole different skill set. Yeah. They, they just, I, I mean, people drive for this. I mean. Well, yeah. why not? I mean, it's yeah. a pretty significant discount. Oh, you know, sure. When you think about it, it's mm-hmm. not like you're buying huge, huge pieces usually, I'm assuming, right? Well, this is the one cheese people will buy oh. in larger pieces because most people know that it'll last longer. Oh, that's a good point. So then I guess actually let's play on that. How long can this stay generally speaking he would know better than i because he's worked with it more but i'm gonna say months okay i mean you can i mean the 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 there's a couple you know concerns to be careful is that i mean you will get surface mold occasionally um and that's fine you just scrape it off i mean this cheese is uh has a low what's called uh, water activity Mm -hmm. so it's you know it's not moist and wet let's say like a brie um and has a relatively low ph meaning high acidity so it's a safe food in terms of any kind of pathogens so it will last a long time um you you can freeze it if you wish um you know it's it's really stable i mean think about it. this cheese was transported since the middle ages on ox cart and right. you know, everything else so this is a food that is very very safe and can last a long time yeah. This is maybe set. So you just brought up the, you know, that era. Do you think the taste has really evolved over time as like production processes have changed and the quality of food in general on the planet has kind of gone up? Or do you think it probably tasted the same a thousand years ago? I don't know. I would would think that it has probably changed simply because what the cows eat has probably changed. That makes a lot of sense. I imagine the diet Mm -hmm. of the cows is a little different. I would, I would venture to say it was probably earthier. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I yep. would have not. I wouldn't say funk, but just more of a, just more of a, like a barnyardy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. other thing to add to that, because I think you're absolutely right that the diet of the cows would be different. You know, be more seasonal. Um, also, the starter cultures are probably different. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. that um, traditionally they would take the whey from a previous night and use that as a starter culture, right. and now most cheeses have um starter cultures from uh you know chemical factories you know or that's not really the right word it's it's a cheese producers that have different starter cultures to use so i'm I'm sure that had an effect as well Mm -hmm. so between the diet and the starter cultures i'm sure it tastes different sure uh you know i wanted to jump back also to the storage process you mentioned maybe storing in the freezer, but the way you said it made me feel like that might be treasonous. So uh, <laughs> it's just the purists in us. No, well, look, that, and that's where the reason we have you guys is because you are experts. So that I'm asking questions to an educated audience rather than just like drones, right? right. Uh, and so my question would be: What are some great storage tips for? Well, in particular, this cheese, or if it's something that's a more blanket approach, I'd love to know what the best way to store it would be. I mean, with my stuff. 
So like when we put it on the shelf, we wrap it in the cellophane, mm -hmm. tightest wrap possible on it, so less air touches the surface. Uh, when I take it home, I do pretty much the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, just keep as little air touching it in the packaging as possible. And cheese is great because it, if it does get moldy, it goes from the outside in. So you can just scrape that right, right. off. You're fine right underneath. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Love it. And with this one especially, all the mold is going to be on the surface because the cheese is too hard for the mold to penetrate. Mm -hmm. So that that is, I mean, that makes it a lot easier if you do get mold. Um, the biggest thing you got to worry about with any cheese, though, is drying out. Oh, okay. Is there because it will, if you don't keep it in an airtight container, it will dry out. Okay. And yep. we've all met the heartbreak. Yeah, I've dried out cheese. Yeah, <laughs> heartbreak of psoriasis. That's what I was thinking. But no, the heartbreak of dried out cheese. Yes. I mean, how many times have you gone to the refrigerator and got out that block of cheddar that you were just dying to put on your yeah. nachos? Half of it's dried out and cracked. Yeah, I definitely did that. didn't wrap it up right. I literally did that the other day with a piece of cheese, and I realized last night, I was like, oh, no, I never sealed this back. Yeah. I told you the heartbreak of dried out cheese. For sure. Trust me. There's a lot of crying that goes on in my I house. Generally cheese-related, which is the weird part. How'd you know? <laughs> this is awesome, guys. Thank you so much for diving in. Well, guys, as we wrap this up, so we talked about our great prices on it, its availability. We've got a ton of it in the store. What might you recommend pairing with this if you just wanted to eat this straight up? We have this aged balsamic vinegar that is you know, really nice because it's sweet. You know, it has, it's sweet, has that vinegar aroma, but it's really, it's like a syrup. And so the sweetness really goes well with this in terms of the salt. So it's just a really nice uh, yeah. pairing. Yeah, yeah. that's... You mentioned yeah. the citrus notes in there, and I almost didn't taste it until you said it. And I was like, right. oh, that's that flavor. I'm thinking, yeah, that's that's I feel like that would yeah. be... That's really good. Mm. All right. Well, let's uh, next time you guys come in, I think we should do the. You said it was Roquefort, right? Roquefort's an amazing cheese. I, I look. If you guys want to come back in here every couple of weeks and we can do a new cheese demo, it, it doesn't have to be as intense or as lengthy as this one. But like, I would love, I would love to learn about it. I feel pretty confident the audience would be into that, right? Everybody mm -hmm. watching or listening, uh, let me know. Podcast at junglegyms.com. Tell us if this is something that you enjoyed on the show. Well. Gentlemen, Tim's, thank you. Mm -hmm. Good to see you as always, buddy. Yep, always. Thank you so much, Tim. Thank I appreciate you. it. Thanks a lot. Yeah. It's been oh, a lot of pleasure. fun. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the family. All right. Thanks. And that's the show, folks. I hope you're enjoying. This is one last chance for me to say, hey, if you're listening on audio, again, thank you so much. I appreciate you sticking around here. I would love it if you could go over to Apple Podcasts and give the Jungle Gyms podcast a real nice review. It'll make me smile. But you can't see smiles, which is why I also put the show on YouTube. And if you're on YouTube, once again, hit subscribe, hit the little bell next to it so that you know when we're putting out a new episode or sketch or a short segment or other S words that pertain to video stuff. I would love your support there so much. And you know what? If you're watching one of the videos, you know what helps us out huge? You could just leave a comment about anything. I mean, I prefer if it pertains to the video, but I'm not that picky at this point. We're pretty new at this. So thank you all so much for watching on both platforms. I hope you learned a lot about Parmesan. I hope you learned a lot about cracking into Parmesan. And listen, I got an office full of cheese, even though I shot this segment like a month ago. So I'm gonna go eat some old cheese in my office. If you're here, come walk by and watch. It's very uncomfortable for both of us. And in the meantime, I'll see you out there in the aisles. I can't fit. 
The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Borison.